Hello fellow sports photographers. My name is Nemo Dropoulos, aka All Sports Snapper on social media, and I'm a Getty Images sports photographer. Welcome to the Sports Photography Philosophy Podcast. A podcast where I have open discussions with the world's best sports photographers, as well as speak about my experiences covering various events and giving you an insight behind the long lenses from the men and women who fill our sports pages, websites, and magazines with amazing imagery. You should know the drill by now, but if you have just found this not-so-regular show, please get in touch with me with any questions or comments via Twitter or Instagram on AllSportsSnapper or my website, AllSportsSnapper.com. Today's show is a special one for me. This was my first experience in Australia as a photographer for Getty Images. I spent three weeks working at the Commonwealth Games held in the glorious Australian state of Queensland for Gold Coast 2018. For those not familiar with this event, it's a multi-sport event in the similar vein as the Summer Olympics, except the only countries that can compete are member states of the British Commonwealth. In the next hour, you'll hear about a pre-event photographer's brief prior to shooting the weightlifting, uh, working with Clive Rose and new Nikon ambassador Quinn Rooney. Hopefully he'll be a guest on the show soon. And um, we worked together at an outdoor pool bathed in Queensland sunshine, which was very nice. Uh, transmitting to editors in the media center, shooting beach volleyball, badminton, gymnastics, truck cycling, hockey and table tennis, just to name a few. Um, I also run through the positives and negatives of shooting a new sport each day. And of course, it wouldn't be me if I didn't get distracted and go on the occasional rant. Just a note, I mentioned the Winter Olympics podcast a few times in this show, which I'm still working on. Seems I recorded a lot more unintelligible crap than normal. So it's taking a bit longer to edit than planned. But without further ado, I hope you enjoy the Sports Photography Philosophy Podcast. Australia, which is nice. First time in a f- quite a few years. First time in about 10 years that I'm working in Australia. Uh, it's the Commonwealth Games. And uh, we had, I've uh, been here for about three or four days now. Um, sorry, I'm still a bit dazed and confused. Long, very long flight. Uh, Amsterdam to Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi to Melbourne, uh, Melbourne to Gold Coast, and then you know, tra- transfer and all that kind of thing. Oh, here we go, let's stop this. Yeah. Trying to get away from press conferences. So, if a reporter wants to interview someone a bit more in depth than what they get in the next zone, they can come up here. And this is compulsory for them to appear here as well. So, if, uh, and it won't happen in the premium stages. So, it's just if somebody wants to interview, or it might be a television TV. Do you think we'll get a couple of lif- uh, lifters in here today? I doubt it. Oh, that's only if journos ask Only if journos ask, they want a bit more in depth than what they get in the mix zone. Okay. So you can, you can photograph in yeah. the mix zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've seen that, yeah, that's but, fine. But. I was just thinking if they come up here, it might be nice for a portrait or something like that, but yeah. uh, if no one's going to yeah, come up, I'm no. not going to go out of my no. way to get somebody no. in. Weightlifting mix zones are a bit of a joke because they don't have to go there straight away. So. Okay. They go out and cool down and have their massage and could be two hours later before they decide to wander through the mix zone. Well, so. if I was lifting a couple <laughs> couple times my body weight, I'd probably want to rest as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I was lifting half my body weight, I'd yeah. probably want to rest, yeah. trust me. <laughs> All right, thank you. Okay,
Okay, so sorry for the interruption, and uh, I'll probably leave a little bit of that uh, dialogue in so you got an idea. Uh, we have photo managers at every venue. There's sort of people that oversee everything um, uh, to get back. Well, let me just go backwards first. So yeah, flew in, uh, it was over 31 hours or something like that. So it's taken me a couple of days just to sort of get into the time zone. Uh, the long flight, the 13 hour flight from Abu Dhabi to uh, Melbourne uh, is pretty grueling actually. And I know that uh, off topic, there is a new flight from Perth to London. I think it's like 17 hours. So I don't know, 17 hours on one plane. Well, it's gonna be, I'm sure it feels better because you're not stopping and stuff, but it's grueling. Um, uh, back to the com games. So, yeah, we've been here a few days, a few preview pictures, um, obviously acclimatizing. And if you've listened to previous episodes, normally we get in about a week earlier, um, before a World Cup or a Olympics or whatever it is, whatever the event is, you know, when I did the beach soccer in the, the Bahamas and all that kind of stuff. So... When you do those kind of events, you get in earlier and it's not only, you know, family members think it's there because you're there for a holiday, uh, but in the reality is that you need a, a three or four days to acclimatize, especially if you're switching, you know, a 12 hour, you know, if your night becomes day, then you really need time to settle in, you know, the, you, you can't just really fly in and then start working, you know, when your body's been used to sleeping. So that's why we get in early at a lot of events. And, you know, having a three or four days before the event starts has been um, a little bit different. You know, it's flying in a little bit later. Um, but with the amount of travel with, you know, a young family and all that kind of stuff, it's it's better. It's been better with for my family to have me home and better for me to be home. But your work, it does take a bit longer to get back into this, into the, into the new time zone. Um, so we've been here for a few days, uh, done our um, preview pictures, um, of venues, and all that kind of thing. And you know, Commonwealth Games, Gold Coast, Australia. It's been a very long winter, Winter Olympics. Um, it's been nice to walk around in shorts and a t-shirt. That's been a much welcomed. Uh, change to my working uh, life um obviously australia is super friendly everyone's very nice uh it's great to be working with my colleagues we've got a team of well over 30 um here so which are very very well staffed uh, for to uh event for us um mainly because we are covering a lot of stuff for uh gold coast uh, for the olympics uh, olympics sorry commonwealth games um, so we've got different photographers doing different things for different briefs and, uh, um, and I'm here on the editorial side. Um, now back to what you just heard uh, me speaking to the photo manager. Um, I'm at weightlifting on day one. Uh, yesterday was the opening ceremony which had torrential rain but today weightlifting day one. Um, it's right next door to the badminton. Um, and I've checked out a few of the venues. They all look really well lit, which is nice. Um, uh, the because there are not that many photographers uh, worldwide. You know, this is not an Olympics. Um, you know, only the Commonwealth countries. And you know, I don't think I'm telling anybody anything new here. And I'm, I don't want to offend anybody, but you know, a lot of the Commonwealth countries are not exactly, you know 
rich countries so that they haven't there hasn't been uh media on mass coming over like you do get from like you know a germany or a or a japan or a usa so you know without those uh, major countries which have major populations and major interest in sports you don't get that much um press coming to these events so um there are uh, quite a few brits and scots and um and uh I've seen quite a few from um, various uh, Caribbean countries, um, but yeah, even the opening ceremony, I think there probably was, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, f 50 to 70 photographers there, which might sound like a lot, but you know, in a massive stadium and a huge media center, it's not that many. So um, yeah, I'm hoping that means that we'll sort of, they'll be a little bit uh, more flexible with um, positions and um, you know it'll mean that we can sort of maybe try a few more things than you know if you've got 100 photographers at an event then the photo staff try to be a lot more rigid and a lot a lot stricter with where we can go so this will mean that maybe you know oh, they won't mind if we walk over this way a little bit more to try and get that better cleaner background or the lights a bit better from this side or whatever it is so um, yeah, weightlifting today, um, it's going to start in about half an hour. Um, I will try and do a daily thing like I normally do with these kind of things. Uh, and it's awesome to be back in Australia. Day two and a uh, quick rundown yesterday, weightlifting, uh, early start and very very late finish i think i got back to the accommodation at about 11 30 12 o'clock um, i'm standing right next to a generator right now so that's probably the humming i'm moving away and the crowd thing you can hear in the background is uh the people at the pool um, but the weightlifting yesterday i was really happy with it actually there was you had the usual stuff you know if you went head on um, with weightlifting everybody knows there's a, there's two two uh there's a snatch and the clean and jerk and uh, they do three lifts uh, on their whatever weights they once they once they hit the weight that they uh once they lift the weight um then they move up and uh the first shot is a shot head on with a logo with the commonwealth games uh, logo and signage behind them and then once you sort of you get that first shot or second you know two one or two lifts with the guys uh, and girls that were lifting yesterday with that head-on shot, you know, them, them looking straight down. Um, there's a TV camera almost above my head and, you know, the, the, the lifters look straight at you. So you sort of get a very nice, you know, I wouldn't say iconic, but, you know, it's a very standard shot of the guys uh, and girls looking at you and, it's it, you know, it's good, it's fine. And then once you get that standard shot, you can sort of move around and do some, you know, some slow shutters, which everybody knows I love. Um, and you can do some um, action, you know, and there's on, on either side of this, um, where the scoreboard is, is a, um, a black curtain. Um, so, you know, if you're doing like a slow shutter or, um, or even just like a tight, um, you know, uh, barbell, um, big expression on the face, um, and you know, with a clean back, black background, it's a it's a much nicer photo. Um, it is side on, a bit more side on. Um, I wouldn't say three side on. I'd say more of a three quarter side on. So you're getting a lot more of the face. Um, you get 
sometimes you get two two eyes depending if they move you know if they just rotate a little bit um so yeah it was a really nice day and there was one one of the photos that stood out i mean it wasn't a great shot but there was once uh, there was one um a, a a weightlifter from fiji and i did a head-on shot with him and i he was he looked like he was wearing a mouth guard and i was like okay that's a bit unusual but maybe he grinds his teeth or something so i do, did a photo of him head on and then as i was looking at the photo to make sure it was nice and sharp you know you zoom in on the back of the camera um, i realized that he was missing half his teeth at the front so there's like you know every second tooth was missing out like tooth gum tooth gum so the next time he came up um, I went with the four, I put my 400 I went as close as I could because we have the pool bibs here which means that we get better access than um, the average uh, photographer you know I get, well average I mean that in no disrespect but non-agency photographers I should say um, uh, we get a bit of better access so I could get a little bit closer and I went with a 400 and I put my 1.4 converter on there and I just went on a tight headshot and as he lifts up the barbell just before he actually gets the bar above his head he was just doing a very funny expression his tongue was sticking out and his teeth were showing and the teeth that he did have so I've got a very you know if you look on my social media there was an interesting photo of um, this Fijian guy and it, it's just a anyway it's again it's not a great photo but it just thought it was a very interesting expression and uh, yeah you don't see very many people with uh, professional athletes with missing teeth so um yeah it, very a great day though overall um and i got a really nice uh, uh well again from my opinion anyway a nice photo of a um a kiwi uh new zealander weightlifter uh slow shutter and he sort of dropped the bar and it just made a really nice shape as the barbell came down you know the bar the the weights on the side are green red and yellow and they just sort of make a nice swirly color with a black background Again, it just made it just made for me. It made some really nice pictures. So, yeah, a long day, but a good day. And today, as you can hear, there's the music playing in the background, and the fans are coming in. I am doing some swimming. So, I'm here with Clive Rose and Quinn Rooney. Clive Rose, have, you've heard me mentioned a few times on the podcast. He's a British colleague of mine, and Quinn Rooney is one of my Australian colleagues, fellow Melbourneian like myself. And uh, we're here at a beautiful. Um, outdoor arena um, it's a beautiful swimming pool and uh, the stands have all been made there's a temporary stands been made all the way around so um, on the right hand side here like I'm standing right on the pool deck at the moment um, on the left is where the like the normal building is and obviously they've branded it up with Gold Coast 2018 everywhere but the far side and the side that's towards the beach because we're you know a stone's throw away from the beach um, you have um, a temporary stands to fit in. I, I don't know actually. I don't know. Maybe maybe four or five thousand people. And you know you don't. I don't get to shoot swimming very often. Uh, I do. I have done it obviously quite a few times. But most of the time is it's indoors. But today it's a beautiful sunny day in Queensland. Uh, the expression they used to say when I was growing up. I don't know if they still use that slogan. Is beautiful one day, perfect the next. And uh, there has been the occasional shower rain but um, right now blue skies uh, blue skies and uh, sunshine on the on the on the swimming pool so 
to shoot swimming professional swimmers in outdoor uh, scenario is a much welcome change than uh, poor lighting in some stadium in the middle of nowhere so uh, I'm looking forward it's not that long I think we've got a couple hours in the morning as a morning session and then there's a bit of a break and then there's an evening session which will be under the spotlights so today I get to have a bit of a play uh, with uh, the some sunlight which I'm really looking forward to I think it's going to be a uh, a good day to get some nice pictures. That's the sound of the Gold Coast Beach. It's late, uh, going on 10 o'clock at night. Um, but uh, this is a re review from yesterday's swimming. It was a really nice day, uh, working with Clive Rose and uh, Quinn Rooney um, you know, there goes a professional that he had set up an underwater housing. Um, I'm actually going to get Quinn uh, on the podcast to uh, discuss uh, the underwater housing and uh, the way they set it up and everything like that. So I won't go into too much detail, but um, uh, to summarize it quickly, it's a, you know, Nikon, Canon camera in a uh, big plastic perplex box. It uh, is fired via a cable, which is connected to the guys sitting on the on the pool deck, and uh, yeah, they get the underwater shots, which um, you know, most sports keen sports photographers would have seen the shots from underneath the pool, um, and you get these photos obviously at the Olympics and World Swimming Championships and all that kind of thing, um, but we set one up. Quinn and uh, Clive uh, have alternating days where they uh, take turns in using it. They've set up one in the pool and one in the diving uh, diving pool as well. So they've got two cameras set up, two housings. The housings are really expensive as well, so it's not like you can just set them up everywhere either. Uh, they're very, uh, it's very specialist, um, you know, different lenses, uh, uh, shooting uh, into a sky instead of a, you know, a poorly lit stadium makes a difference as well. Um, but anyway, it was a good day for me personally because, uh, you know, shooting... Uh, shooting outside in the sun was a, a joy really um, there was a morning session and an evening session the evening session was nice too um, but about halfway through the night it just started hammering with rain absolutely pouring down so that detracted from my evening um, but you know the pictures were nice um, I had editors as well uh, Graham Denham and, uh, and Matt Blythe uh, from our Sydney office um, were editing for us as well. So I was transmitting off the camera. Um, I'd set up a, a trans transmitter um, and that would uh, send directly to a, a folder and the guys were editing my pictures, so that was nice. Um, so yeah, overall the swimming, it was a really, really nice day. Um, you know, not just with the company, but with the, with the images that came out of it as well. So uh, uh, today, um, as you can hear in the background, I have uh, some buses going past me, um, police cars everywhere. There are lots and lots and lots and lots of police, uh, lots of security, lots of volunteers, which is nice. Um, but uh, right now, like you, like you can hear in the background, the beautiful sounds. Sorry, police. Like, like I said, now you can hear the um, 
apart from the police. You can hear uh, the waves crashing because I've been shooting beach volleyball all day. And when I say all day, I mean all day. Uh, three sessions of three games each. First game starts, uh, well, I got to the venue at uh, 8.30. And uh, yeah, as, I, as you can tell by the time that I said before, it is late, the game's still going on now. I'm just uh, take a quick break to do this before I forget everything and my brain goes to uh, pot. Um, yeah, another good day and shooting outside. Uh, I mean, it's very, after winters in Europe are long and cold and the days are very short. So when you get the chance to shoot in sunshine, uh, <laughs> like uh, the Aussies and a lot of the American photographers do that live in certain parts of the States. It just makes such a difference to your photography, you know, getting the opportunity to play with shadows and light and, you know, shooting into the light, silhouettes. I mean, it just makes the day so much more enjoyable, so much more fun. And your set of pictures, you know, you finish the day and you're so much prouder of what work you've produced because, you know, you've been able to really work on something. And then, you know, as soon as you finish the, the day, you know, you go back and, you know, well, I do anyway, I, you know, before I go to bed, pretty much I spend my time thinking about the pictures I've taken and then what I would do differently. And the next time I come to this venue, which I'm not sure if I will, but if I do, um, I've already got some ideas now of what I want to try next time I'm here. So, you know, with, again, you know, with, again, with the shadows and the sunlight and, you know, maybe try different angles, different lenses. Um, so, yeah, another good day uh, shooting in the sand uh, one thing that some of my friends and family that I send pictures to, you know, they see me taking photo. They don't see you doing your 14, 15 hour days. I, I'm guilty of it though. I, you know, I send them a picture of, oh, this is where I'm working today. And they just see you sitting, like they see a picture of a, a stadium and they think, oh, he's just on holiday. So anyway, that's for another day. Um, so yeah, we are... The bus is about to arrive and I'm just about to go, I think this is the bus. Yeah, I'm just about to get back on a bus, back to the media center, walk back to my accommodation and uh, another big day tomorrow shooting badminton and uh, velodrome cycling. Hey, I am, it's the now two days I missed a day of uh, discussing my uh, editing but I am at netball today now for uh, my Commonwealth country listeners that being uh, my British English friends and my Australian friends I'm not gonna have to mention what netball is but for um, for my uh, non-Australian English listeners British listeners uh, netball is like basketball where they don't bounce the ball so it's a little bit um, different. Uh, I can, I think I've shot a netball game probably over 10 years ago, but I can't, I can't remember. I know I've been in a netball match with a camera, and I, but it's, I think it's so long that I can't really remember what it was. Um, but today, uh, yeah, netball, uh, and I've got some big games like Barbados versus Northern Ireland. Malawi and you know the list of countries goes on um, so I'm gonna walk away from the
preview here, but uh, my main reason for this uh, discussion today is the yesterday I shot badminton in the morning um, after my beach volleyball, um, and it was it was such a good event. Badminton makes some really good pictures, um, especially when you have a clean background. Um, and then the other thing I shot was uh, some track cycling. Uh, track cycling was, again, you know, everybody that knows velodrome cycling, it can make some really good pictures. Um, there's quite a few pans and that kind of thing, but I was on the infield, so on the infield means that on the inside ring, you have, um, you have a, like a blue section of the track on the inside of the, where the velodrome goes around, then you have you can stay on the inside. So we had two photographers there, a guy named um, uh, Matt King and uh, Robert Chamfloni, who I've mentioned a few times on previous podcasts, uh, mainly from the Winter Olympics. So yeah, we were all three of us, all different positions. Uh, Australia is quite good. The English are very good. The Scottish are very good. So you know the. Uh, all the guys from Team GB who, you know, who also dominate or not dominate, but have very successful at Olympics and World Championships. So you know the standard of, in terms of Commonwealth Games, some of the you know again I don't think I'm saying anything surprising here, but the standard is actually not that high in a lot of sports, um, which I'll get to in a bit uh, from another sport that I covered. Um, but today, uh, uh, sorry, the track cycling a few days ago. I'm just going to walk out away because this guy's getting a bit louder. The track cycling, it's actually a really, really good standard, really high standard of, um, of, of um, really high standard of, of um, competition. So, you know, there was a couple of uh, games records. Um, and again, you know, you're not too far off world record times from these guys. So the stand is so high and, you know, a lot of celebration, a lot of emotion, um, a lot of good pictures. Uh, Chopper, uh, sorry, Robert Chanfloni got a really nice uh, pan picture, which I was, you know, really impressed with. Um, so, yeah, that was, so, yeah, badminton in the morning. And I actually got one of my favourite photos of the year so far. Um, because it was a mixed team event, um, I was very, I went a bit further away and used a pure black background. And uh, you could just see the bottom the top of a fence and it has like a pink line that they use pink is uh, the color that they use at a lot of the venues um, very similar actually to the London 2012 Olympics um, and you know uh, one of the guys was he went for a slam and as he's gone up his feet cleared the uh, cleared the uh, the fence or the, the barrier um, and I've used the judge on either side so it's the back of the heads of two judges you know at the sides of the frame and then you've got his uh, because it was mixed te- uh, mixed team. The one of the the badminton players was in the foreground, just sort of looking, you know, waiting for the next shot. And the player behind him, he's got his feet clear, and he's about to do a massive slam of a, of the shuttlecock. So that was one of my favourite shots from the badminton, which again was a really nice event. I was only there for a couple hours. Um, we had to cover that event mainly because of our Singapore and India clients who were playing in this uh, th- in this. Uh, on that day so I was there just for a few hours just to you know tick some boxes and make sure that they got the we had our clients uh, in India and in um, uh, in Singapore happy with that then I went on to the track cycling which I just told you about and then uh, yeah that was two days ago and yesterday um, I was at gymnastics all day now 
um, Australia and Scotland and England uh, they're not really world on, on the world stage again I don't, I don't think I'm saying anything un, you know controversial here but they're not really at that level you know of a lot of the Chinese and Americans and that in terms of uh, international quality apart from one guy who I think his name is Niall Niall uh, is uh, Niall Wilson um, it is and he is an English um, gymnast uh, male gymnast and he is you know he's world-class I mean he he won the high beam uh, sorry the bar uh, yesterday and you know his his performance was I would say faultless you know he, he clearly was the the best uh, gymnast there yesterday but again pictures wise it was actually a really good event uh, you know a lot of black backgrounds the stadiums are all full so you know you've got you know crowds as backgrounds and you know you've got sort of patches of black which you can shoot into which make good uh, and you know there's chalk flying up around and um, so you know and because it's not a packed event in terms of photographers you've got the opportunity to sort of move around and you know as long as you're not in any, in the, in the, any of the broadcast or the TV camera guys way um, you sort of have a bit of a an opportunity to get pictures that you really want so you know for working at the Commonwealth Games you know again I've mentioned it before we have a pool bib so you know we're I can walk up into the stands or go down onto the in onto the, the field of play and uh, getting the opportunity to work and I worked with another uh, friend of mine and um, and a really nice nice guy Mark Metcalf who's a uh, Australian now but uh, he's been in Australia for 13 years from Wales and uh, yeah and you know it, again you know we, I'm very lucky at getting in I think I mentioned this many times at the um, uh, in my podcast about the Winter Olympics you know the, we it, there's a certain kind of person that wants to become a sports photographer um, and a certain type of photographer that ends up at Getty Images as a Getty Images photographer and you know everyone gets along usually gets along really really well um, and everyone's very professional wants to get the job done wants to make sure that the clients get their pictures that they need and you know yesterday was exactly the same with Mark it was you know you go here you know do you want to go there I don't mind let's just make sure we get the job done you know okay you take this discipline I'll take this discipline and let's just make sure we get the best pictures for the clients and move them as quick as possible so you know working with Mark was an effortless um, day um, and you know the best part for me is when you get into the end you know at the end of the session you sit down with each other and you know you're sort of looking at each other's pictures and you know I'm sort of going through and just sort of sending a few extras and I'd look at his pictures and he would do the same and you know we'd look at mine and say okay well you've got a better version of this so I won't send mine oh he says oh well your version's better than mine I won't send mine you know and that kind of it sort of doesn't dilute the website as much and also it shows to me that the photographer that you're working with actually understands photography so you know why give you know 20 versions of of a of a athlete when 10 or you know less eight or you know and you know he, i've got one decent version and then he's got six really good versions why should we send 20 just for the sake of sending 20 and you know that's something that sh maybe these days in photography is sort of diluting the the amount of quality that actually is out there they're just sending too many pictures anyway so again rant over and uh, yeah, today I'm on the netball, uh, four games uh, separating into two sessions, and then 
I've borrowed some other lenses, some prime lenses, some shorter prime lenses from uh, our office, uh, from the Canon office that's uh, in the main press center here at uh, in the, on the Gold Coast. And uh, I will be trying some, uh, you know, eliminating your backgrounds a little bit more with some really, really high quality prime lenses. So yeah, let's see how that goes. Uh, and that's it. More report on my netball, my first memorable netball matches in a long time. Walking into the stadium, Carrara Stadium, home to the Gold Coast Suns. This uh, Aussie Rules Stadium has been converted into the uh, Olympics, uh, well, Olympics, athletics track. Uh, obviously, Olympic quality. They've done a great job of um, converting this. You know, it's been used, I think it's maybe used for cricket as well. But it's definitely been uh, transformed. They've put a massive uh, temporary stand at one end. So um, it's, it's a really good stadium for athletics and the Aussies have been showing up in numbers in terms of the fans, which is nice. Uh, today I'm working with former guest and uh, famous sports photographer, Cameron Spencer, as well as uh, now international uh, judge as well. He's been, uh, his success over the last few years in terms of his photography is also led him to be a judge in many competitions as well, which is always nice to see a, a colleague and friend uh, being recognized for his work. Um, right now, I'm walking into the stadium, uh, right behind the platform, which, the he which is the finish line uh, for the 100 meters, or the finish line for the, on the track. Uh, I am with also Michael Steele, um, I've got Alex Panling and Ma Mark Trowbridge as editors. They are uh, editing live for us tonight. Uh, but uh, before I go any further about what I'm going to be doing tonight, I'm just going to give you a quick rundown of what I've been doing. Uh, yesterday, um, I was at Netball. Really nice, uh, helpful staff. Uh, the, everyone was so friendly and so helpful. It was really, you know, you know it's always, like I said before, good to be home. Um, but the good part was, the best part was, that not only were we getting action from the side, but um, the, the photo staff there, a lady named Vicky, who's amazing, she um, let us go into the roof and there's a catwalk above the venue, above the, the court, which meant that you could shoot overhead pictures. And you know, you're only up there for 15 minutes um, for one quarter of the, uh, one quarter of the, of the match. I mean, 15 minutes is, you know, I wouldn't say it's, it's more than enough. It's enough to get a couple of decent pictures and make something different, to get something different from the event. And that's what it turned out to be, you know, like I've got, because you're right above the goal, you've got the goal, uh, goal shooter and the goalkeeper, the defender of the um, sort of fight, always jostling for the ball in netball. And it just, it makes, you know, because they're looking right up at you, you know, you're, you're sort of right over the top of them. They, they, you, as you shoot, wing attack and all the different uh, forward positions always look for the goal scorer. So they throw the ball to over the head and they're always sort of stretching up. And there's a couple of nice frames of, of, um, of these players sort of fighting for the ball right on top of you. So um, it, was, it's, it's, it makes some good pictures. And then, you know, I've obviously done some pictures with the big logo 
as well. Like, you know, with players sort of, you know, passing the ball over the top of the big Commonwealth Games logo. So that worked out really well. Um, so, yeah, overall, I think, obviously, you know, again, social media, you'll find some pictures on there. Um, I've been sort of a bit looser with my edits on the um, social media. Uh, I don't know, it just, it feels like it's a good place to sort of show the work that you do and you know obviously I'm retweeting and showing what a lot of my colleagues are getting out there as well which is always nice um, so yeah if you're a sports you know if you listen to this you're a sports photography fan so I really recommend that you you know not only not follow me okay follow some of my colleagues look at mine you'll see some of the pictures on there and probably they're better off you're better off following some of them because they're better their photos are better than mine but now to today I'm at the athletics track and um, I'm at the athletics track and I have uh, a few different events like the women's long jump, women's 1500 meters, uh, men's high jump, men's long jump, javelin throw. So it's quite a busy night. There's a lot going on. Um, so I'm hoping that, uh, you know, uh, it's a night, uh, it's a night uh, uh, event. So there's no sunlight and shadows to work with, but you know it's a football stadium, like I said before, an Aussie rules stadium. So the stadium lights are super bright, and you know that won't light won't be an issue. We won't have to be sort of uh, struggling with what we have. Um, yeah, and with the list, I've got yeah, I've got to go now because Michael Steele, my colleague, is going to give me a quick rundown as he's been here before. summary of um, the last few days um, it's been a great tournament um, not just because of the good weather here on the Gold Coast um, and not only just because of my colleagues here and working with the Aussie office um, led by Stuart Hannigan and Ryan Pierce and Cam Spencer um, but also just you know when you do similar events all the time like the football or whatever you know to break it up it also lets you go well me personally I'm talking about go back into you know going to football and maybe think of uh, different things you know when you've been shooting different sports especially sports like hockey which have so many similarities um, to the sport um, that you shoot on a regular basis you know and I've gone back with you now there's a few little ideas now that have been running through my head while I was shooting these events thinking maybe I should try this maybe I should try that maybe I should try this angle so on that side of it, it's been um, a fantastic uh, experience for me. And uh, Paul Gillum, my boss, if you're listening, thank you very much for uh, trusting me to come down here and do this. Um, now, I'm just going to do a quick summary of my uh, athletics. Finished off uh, really nice. Um, I was on the fourth corner. I can't remember what I said before. I, even though I remember it was my last um, recording. I can't remember w what I said, but I was on the fourth corner on the home stretch um, with a 600 mil and a 400 mil and a 300 mil and a 7200. So I had all the kit. Um, and the good part is, the best part for me is using a 600 is that you get into places that other lenses won't let you. So you can get a different angle. You can sort of pick a background and wait for an athlete to run through that background. And you've got, it's sort of, and it isolates, you know, it's an F4 lens. It's super, super sharp lens. It's, you know, probably my favorite lens to use. My 400 is my workhorse, but my 600 
you know, in terms of a special lens, it's it's a phenomenal lens. So um, I got one of my favourite pictures from the Olymp from the Com Games, um, which was just the uh, one of the javelin uh, throwers. Uh, one of the female javelin athletes was um, silver medalist. She ended up winning. So you know, I got one a really nice action shot of her, which I was really happy with. Um, the rain stayed away, which was obviously a big help. Um, but my main job there uh, with Michael Steele, my uh, English colleague, a athletic specialist, was to um, get certain athletes um, that were going to do well at the time. I, uh, to be honest, I don't even know what if they went on to win medals or anything. This was the quarterfinals and the group, uh, the the preliminary rounds that I had to shoot these guys and get stock of. So as they start the, the 200 meters, which is around the other side of the track, they'd run around to me and they'd run into where I was sitting and then um, I would shoot them a full length and then as they would come around the bend, I'd go onto, the, um, onto a half length and uh, I was using my 400 for that. I'm sorry, I'm just in the media center and everyone's just packing up now as the Com Games is finished. Um, and yes, yeah, so I was using my 400 and then they would come around and, um, you know, 400, uh, 3200 ISO, 3200 shutter speed, which is fast, but that's the way I like to shoot with um, f2.8. So, you know, there was sometimes as an athlete in the foreground and the background and they're just completely out of focus. And like I've said many times before, my 400, you know, it's razor sharp. You know, you can see, you know, the, the glistening in the eyes as they run past you. So it's, it's that was um, my athletics. Um, then the following day I was at hockey, uh, which uh, if you've been looking at my social media, um, hockey is, has changed a lot. Hockey's changed a lot in the last, uh, since I started working as a sports photographer. Um, it's become so much quicker. The rules have changed. Um, they interchange. You know, I'm going back further here. Before I was shooting, there used to be an offside rule, but that's gone now. Um, you know, if there's a, f uh, a foul or if the, if the ball touches someone's foot before, you used to sort of have to stop and start, and now they've just made the game roll on. And, you know, without offending our soccer football fans out there, you know, I think football could take a lot of lessons from looking at the way hockey's evolved over the years to become this high-intensity, constant attacking game. And, you know, these guys and girls are just supreme athletes. So... And you know, with the the um, they've got like a it's like a it's a, it's like a fake grass surface, which is constantly being watered. So as they run, there's water flicking everywhere, and um, it, it just makes such good pictures. You know, and the the the, the surface was a, a really vibrant blue, and uh, you know the Aussies were wearing a bright yellow or bright gold, sorry, and uh, you know the Malaysian team were wearing an orange, and you know the and the English team that I shot had wearing a red. So you know, this whole, these, all those colours just really pop out in, in, in the pictures. So, um, yeah, so uh, on the 12th and the 13th, I did the women's uh, semifinals and then the men's semifinals the following day. And, uh, yeah, I'd, you know, I'm always open for feedback and, you know, criticism or whatever you want to do, whatever you want to say, it's fine with me. Um, but, yeah, have a look at my social media and uh, Instagram or, or Twitter. I put pretty much both pictures on, similar pictures on both. And uh, yeah, I'd be interested in getting some feedback off that. Um, but yeah, that was that was uh, an amazing. You know, if anyone out there, if there's one sport I'd recommend to get, you know, because there's plenty of hockey fields. Uh, you know, if you live in 
um, you know, the States have got it, I know that, um, definitely in England and uh, across Europe and obviously in Australia and New Zealand, there's all these places where hockey is, there are hockey fields out there and, you know, the other challenge there is that usually the backgrounds are very difficult to work with because obviously you're not really shooting into full stands or anything like these smaller stadiums as well, you know, let it, let the action come in, fill the frame and, you know, it usually it can make such great pictures. So, yeah, hockey was uh, one of the highlights for me. Um, the following day I did netball um, and when I talked about netball before and, again, with my social media I posted some pictures on Instagram and the Twitter. Um, they moved the venue, so I didn't have an opportunity to get up high and shoot from the roof looking down on the action, which was a bit disappointing, but the games were nice, and it was uh, Jamaica versus England, and then New Zealand versus Australia. Um, games were good, a lot of emotion. Um, I got some nice pictures after the England, England pretty much won the game on the buzzer in the semi-final. And then they started crying in celebration. And on the other side of the court, the Jamaican girls started crying because they lost on the buzzer. So it was one of those moments where for about 30 seconds, you know, everywhere I pointed the camera, um, there was something going on. So it was a, I think I probably took more frames in, in 30 seconds than I did in the previous five, 10 minutes. <laughs> So yeah, that was an interesting day at the netball. And then the final day, which is today of this recording, is table tennis. And uh, as you've heard from listening to this podcast, every pretty much every day has been a different venue, apart from I think I did hockey two days in a row. Every other day has been a new venue, a new sport. Um, and on the plus side is you get to shoot something different. You get to test your skills and and use the light that's available. And you know you're in a new spot. And you know you're sort of starting the day with a blank canvas. What can I get out of this event? Um, today was a little bit different. Um, today was a little bit different because it was a table tennis. It was the gold medal and bronze medal matches, and I'd never been there. Um, so on the negative side of that is you don't know where to go. So the first hour or two, um, you know, you're there sort of trying to figure out, you know, where are the best backgrounds? What does this player do? Does he play, you know, a lot of backhand? Does he play a lot of forehand? Does she serve, you know, with the ball up high? Does she serve the ball low? You know, so if you've done these events previously, then you'll know that these athletes, what they'll do, and you've sort of got an idea, okay, this person will always, they always play a big forehand, so that's the kind of shot I should look for. And without that sort of previous, you know, s uh, experience at a venue and or with the player then you are challenged a little bit more and obviously you know we're not there for fun we're there to get pictures to make sure we get our keep our clients um, you know there was English players play today and Singaporean players and um, uh, and what else was there uh, I can't remember now that's how my brain's frazzled but anyway, there was, you know, we've got to make sure that we get the, the, the pictures of the celebrations and all that, and, oh, in Indian, of course. Um, so yeah, you need to get, make sure you get the action that's needed for our clients to, to you know, to fill their stories and uh, websites with, their, with, their, with the pictures. So, you know, it worked out well anyway. So, you know, I've got some nice pictures and the, the luxury, I guess, that we have with Getty is that because we are working for the Commonwealth Games, you know, we are the official GC 2018 photographers. Um, we had an extra 
photographers here. So it was me and Mark Metcalf again, who I've mentioned already, and we were working together. We were working together um, uh, at the table tennis. So you know, he we you know we coordinated between us. You know, he did one medal session, I did the next medal session from a different angle, and all that kind of thing. And he went up top, and I went down the bottom, and. So you know we had we had enough to make sure that we got everything and you know and, and just by working hard and you know making sure we got the standard stuff properly then we got our, our uh, you know a nice pretty picture as well just to uh, sort of uh, for our own satisfaction <laughs> in in the, at the end of the day so it, it overall and I'll come back to this uh, in my summary really good event to work at so uh, yeah in terms of the what I shot how I shot it. Um, that's a quick summary of uh, every day over the last uh, 10 or 11 days of, of uh, the Commonwealth Games. As you can tell, that was challenging, exciting and very rewarding. Working with my Aussie friends is always great, but to cover so many sports in such a short time meant all of us had to focus on the day's task and get the job done. Feedback which followed the event was very positive from the press, both in Australia and in the UK. To get uh, kind words from uh, the Commonwealth Games uh, organising committee, who we were shooting for as well, was um, a good way to finish the event. Uh, many thanks to the Aussie office, now run by Cassie, Cam and Ryan, and hope you need help soon so I can get back to my homeland for some more work. Special mention also must go to Shane Toll. Hello, Shane, if you're listening who looked after the schedule for the Getty team, which is a monster task. Photographers can be a precious bunch at the best of times, so to manage to keep most of us happy most of the time deserves a special mention. Again, thanks, Shane. Now to the usual stuff, reviews on iTunes, please, and I hope you out there are getting some use out of these conversations. I hope this is helping your, uh, your sports photography. Um, for the newbies out there who stumbled across the show, subscribe to it via iTunes, SoundCloud, or your pod platform of choice. And of course, what kind of podcast would this be without too many mentions for the place to send questions or comments? All Sports Snapper on Twitter and Instagram. And my website, of course, allsportsnapper.com. Observe. Listen and practice because your best photo could be one frame away.